At our capital markets update in February, we presented our 2017 targets to the investor community. Our first quarter results were released May 4th and showed uh, solid financial results and strong cash flow from all parts of the business. This was our first real status on how we are progressing this year. So what were the analysts and investors looking for this time and how were our results perceived and understood by the market? And what about our performance uh, relative to peers? And finally, what will the analysts and investors be looking for going forward? Today I will be talking to Peter Hutton, Head of Investor Relations, responsible for keeping our investors well informed. I am uh, Hans Jakob Hegge, the Chief Financial Officer in Statoil. And this is the CFO podcast behind our numbers. So Peter, welcome back. This is the second time you've been invited to my studio. It is, I'm very pleased to be here. So we presented a strong set of numbers this quarter and at a realized oil price close to $50. Adjusted earnings were $3.3 billion up four times compared to the same quarter last year. And we had a strong cash flow from all parts of the business. So Peter, what were the investors looking for this time? Um, I think one of the things they were looking for was some clarity. We'd said in the previous quarters that it included some large lumpy items which were going against us, and what yeah, I think they were looking to see what we looked like with those stripped out. Uh, and compared to the 3.3 where they delivered, they were looking for 2.6. So we're about 26% better on adjusted in- income. But what they really look for is how we perform on adjusted net income after tax. And there we're a lot better. So we did about $1.1 billion uh, of adjusted income after tax and that was about 40% better than expectation and the final thing they were looking for was cash you know cash is king um, and they were looking for an improvement in cash but they weren't looking for as much cash as they got from us in the first quarter so that was very positive. So the consensus estimates uh, which is the average expectation of around uh, 30 analysts submitting this in advance of us uh, uh, freeing up the results summed up uh, the expectations in the market so how has this impacted our share price uh, development, do you think? Uh, well, the fact that we beat was uh, was very, very positive. Um, we reported on the same day as Shell and Repsol, who were also up a bit, uh, but not as strong as us. Um, and it was quite good. We were about 3% up by lunchtime. Uh, it was not the best day to report. We wouldn't have chosen the day when the oil price went down below 50 and kept on going. Uh, we ended up positive on the day, which actually was, was good because we normally get hit if there's a, an oil price fall. Um, so we were, we were up against peers by about half a percent. Um, but actually, since then, uh, we've continued to out- outperform the, mar- the market. So over the, w- over the weeks since our results, we're up about 7.3% uh, in absolute terms. And that's about 4.5% better than our peer average. So you're, of course, uh, pleased with that, Peter. Uh, never entirely pleased in <laughs> investor relations. <laughs> when we prepare for the quarterly results, we make sure that we provide good information to our shareholders, get the messages across and meet the regulatory requirements. So what were 
What were the main points taken by the market uh, this time? Um, a couple of headlines first uh, that people latched onto very quickly. I think it was a positive surprise that we were profitable in the international business. Um, and that's actually the first time for nine quarters that we've been able to say that. There was a very positive surprise on the cash flow. People want to know what that means for the, for the rest of the year. Positive surprise on the gearing that we moved down from 35.6 to 30% in, in, in one quarter. Um, but those are the headlines. Also, what people, the, the key points that people took away and what they're looking for are the things which are actually more enduring than that and what goes on for this year and, and, and beyond. So it, it's the things that everybody can impact by, by doing the right things. It's de- delivery on the cost reductions, good operating performance, visibility, uh, all of those all of those things, those really compound the positives that we communicated to the market at the time of the capital markets update. We continue to deliver solid operational performance and high regularity uh, combined with our increased well capacity. We were able to offset the decline in our Norwegian operations. And in fact, we had the highest production in five years in Norway. In addition, the ramp up of new fields and the increased gas offtake from Oseberg contributed to an organic production growth for Stottoil of 5%. These consistently strong deliveries has been important for how we are evaluated by the market. Yeah, I, and I think that that's very well taken and the consistency uh, of that strong operational performance has a cumulative positive as well. People begin to build it in their numbers. They have greater confidence uh, in our ability to uh, deliver both the volume and, and what we're saying in terms of the of the financials. Um, and the continued reduction in costs that we had uh, in, in the quarter uh, is also very important. We are seen externally by many as leading the field in this area. And so the ability to continue to do that when some people are saying it's going to get harder and harder is very, very important important. Um, so that that's a positive. Um, and these things translate to earnings upgrade. I mean, it's important to get people n- giving not just positive comments, but actually changing their numbers. So one of the other encouraging things is as a result of these, uh, these results and the comments we've given, earnings for this year have been upgraded by around 17% in the, fa- in the last week. The cash flow from all segments was evident and our international business was on par with our Norwegian at uh, 25 US dollars per barrel after tax. And the cash flow, that is crit- critical when assessed by the market. Uh, absolutely critical. Uh, I mean, cash is king. Um, that's what drives not only our ability to invest in the projects that we want to do, but uh, give comfort on the on the dividend uh, and security on the the balance sheet. At the capital markets day, we signalled we'd be free cash flow positive, above fifty dollars this year, including the the script and beyond that, uh, excluding the the, the, the script. Um, and at the time of the CMU, some scepticism, not given full credit for that one. I think the delivery in the first quarter makes people a lot more confident about that cash flow uh, delivery. Um, We we were very careful to say this is one quarter, don't simply multiply it by four to get to the year. There are some things coming in the the rest of the, for the rest of the year. I've I've noticed for a lot lot of analysts, instead of struggling to get up to our numbers, one of them even said he was struggling to get down to our numbers. So that's a big, that's a big change. Um, And one one note which I think is very positive and just worth noting is that uh, somebody has, 
one of the analysts has looked at our ability from that cash to, to cover the dividend. And actually, it's the best in the sector. 140% of the dividend, that beats even Exxon at 130%. So looking at the, the quarters ahead of us, uh, Peter, um, anything that you think um, it's not it's not all about adding up these four times, is it? Uh, no, it would be nice if it was, but there are some things coming in the second half of the year. There is more maintenance. Uh, there is a tax lag. Uh, so what are the things I think we all need to be focused on? It, it's keep on going. It's about the continued delivery and visibility. Um, it's about the financial discipline. Uh, that we've signaled through to the, the market. That doesn't change because we've moved our gearing down. Um, and it's saying, being able to say that you know the script programme that we introduced for two years is a two-year programme and we're not looking to extend that. So in February, we demonstrated $3.2 billion in the annual savings and we are hunting for an additional $1 billion and we are on track. And uh, our project portfolio and the operating costs continue to, to trend downwards. So um, anything to, to add from you, Peter, on, on, the, on, on the project side? Um, project delivery is, is important. Uh, we've got uh, Gina Krog coming this uh, coming in the second quarter. Johan Sverdrup progressing well. Johan Sverdrup progressing well. We've got other projects coming through. That helps give some visibility uh, to uh, to investors and analysts as to where we're going, not just this quarter, this year, but for the next three to five years. Uh, and that's very, very important to people. And we have some important milestones on the Norwegian shelf as well with uh, Johan Kaspar and, and Snurre uh, gradually maturing so more to look forward to so summing up uh, we have presented a strong set of numbers this quarter we are on track with the targets that we presented at our capital markets update we are a more efficient company today than we were two years back so what do you think um, is the main point of interest around Statoil these days uh, Peter? Um, I think the best way of summarising this is, you know, some of the three three bullets that uh, one of the sales team came together with after our discussion is that, you know, three reasons that we might look to be uh, buying Statoil, which is about the delivery, the dividend and growth. Delivery, not just on the volumes, but on the financial targets. We had a good track record on, on that delivery in the operations and the projects. The dividend, the fact that we've been very clear around that one, it's covered at uh, 50, at $50 um, and growth. Uh, and I think one of the things which is really well taken in the market is very difficult to see anywhere else. 3.2 billion barrels of, uh, uh, of new growth that can come on with a break even of $27 a barrel. So thank you, Peter, for coming to, the, to my studio and uh, thank you for all listening in and uh, last but not least thanks to all the employees of Statoil that has contributed to these results. Mm-hmm.